So um, today, as we said, is Team Celebration uh, Sunday, an opportunity for us just to celebrate all the wonderful things that our teams do in this place. And, you know, I was counting, we have over 300 volunteers. Can you believe it in this place? 300, over 300 of you are serving and doing such amazing things as we together extend God's kingdom. And in a moment, I'm going to invite up five people to talk about what serving means. I thought it would be, instead of me just speaking for the next half an hour, uh, good news, you can hear other people. Uh, and it's going to be amazing having a conversation around what that looks like. Um, before we do that, I, I just want to uh, frame this morning on a verse that the Lord gave me this morning, um, which has really struck me, actually, as I've been thinking about the question, why do we serve? Because the reality is we don't serve to plug a hole. We don't serve because we are here uh, producing a service. Of course, we do. But what's the real heart of it? And the Lord led me to Galatians 5, 13 after 14, which I would like to read to you. It says this, For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. What does that mean? It means don't use the freedom that God has purchased on the cross for you, the, the mercy and the grace, so that you can live a hedonistic lifestyle. Saying, well, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. It says this, but, but, you love it when there's a but in Scripture. Through love, serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. That's the heart of it. You know, at its core, that's why we serve, because of the, the love that we have experienced from him, we want to pour out to others. And there is no better place than here as a church family to love and to serve one another. And it is from this place that we get equipped to move out of this place and serve other people. And it is with that that I'd like to invite up an amazing guy who is on one of the teams here that serves, who is about to move off and serve elsewhere in a ministry capacity. And so I thought it would be rather fun to get him up and we can pray for him. And so with that, Adam McKinnon, where are you? Come on down, the, your price is right. Wonderful. There's Adam. Bless you, mate. Now, Adam, you've been here for quite a while, haven't you? How long have you been here, and what are you, in what way are you serving at the moment? Uh, yes, there you so go, grab that. I, uh, I grew up here um, from 1 to 18. Um, 1 to 18. Uh, so I spent a lot of my life here, uh, yeah. and then have come back recently and been serving in worship team, um, which has been fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've loved it. We have certainly been blessed by you leading worship, haven't we, guys? Just such a blessing. The gift of the Lord on you for leading worship is amazing. But you're about to go somewhere. Yeah. Where are you going? Why are you going? How long are you going for? So I'm, I'm going off to France um, just for just over five months to a missional organisation called Altitude, um, which is basically, it's in the mountains, it's in the ski resort in Meribel, and the aim is basically to demonstrate the love of God wow. to those in the ski resort to foster a sense of wow. belonging, That's community... Awesome. And I'll be joining us there. There's an, can I come over <laughs> yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign up. Please do. Please yeah. do. Wendy's got a hand up as well. But uh, I'll, be, I'll be going out there to help lead it um, with a few others. I'll be their worship leader. Um, so just kind of welcoming people in through music and hopefully just seeing God move. Like, yeah. That's the only thing we can hope for, really. So. That is just so amazing. How long are you going for, Adam? Uh, yeah, just over five months. Five so. months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is just... Have you done anything like that before? Uh, no, no. I, well, so I... I kind of, my, I don't really, um, 
I spent a year in work before yeah. this, after I graduated uni, and then this is a bit of a kind of pivot mm. and change, but I really feel yeah. like it's where God's leading me. So yes. just going to dive in. That is just so amazing. Can we all just stand? And I'm going to pray for Adam. Just absolutely love that. Let's just bless him now. Lord, we want to thank you for Adam. Thank you for the gifts that you have poured into this man and his heart for worship, his heart for you and his heart for your people to enter into your very presence. And thank you for the call that you've placed on him to go out from these four walls and to lead others outside into your presence. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would just anoint him for this. Thank you for your promise that you always equip those that you call. Equip him for this. Prepare the way for him, Lord. We pray for great friends. We pray for favour with all those that he meets. We just commit him, his safety into your hair, in your care, physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. And we look forward for the stories and the testimonies he will share when he comes back. Bless him, we pray. In your precious name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. Bless you, mate. Thanks, Mark. Bless you. Isn't that just so wonderful? A fantastic example, honestly, Adam, of just serving. And, and, you know, just Adam is such a talented guy. He could have done so much more, uh, so many other things, not much more. That was a slip of the tongue. He could have done so many other things, and yet he's made a choice to go and sacrifice in that way and to serve in that way, and I absolutely love that. And, you know, that's the call on all of our lives here. It goes back to Galatians. Why do we serve? We do it because we want to extend God's love to other people, and we want to make Christ known. You see, the love that we experience isn't for us to bottle up and keep for ourselves. I, I mentioned that a few weeks ago, didn't I? It's like, uh, it's true in a, in a pool of water, if it's... If it has no outlet, it becomes stagnant. It, essentially, what happens is it causes an environment where things die. And that is so true with our faith, you see. If we don't have an outlet, what happens is, is that rather than foster an environment outside of us that we can bless and see life come, what happens is, rather than that, we see death come. And our faith kind of you know, just dies away. And so I want to encourage each one of us, as we think about celebrating team, to say, this is not just about celebrating the fact that we do an amazing job here, and I'm grateful to God that we do, whether it be from kids' work, whether it be behind the bar, whatever it is, you know, we love that value of excellence. But it's not just about offering an excellent service. It's about individuals, about a heart of discipleship. It is about recognizing that it's part of our walk with the Lord, isn't it? We only have to look at Jesus to know how he modelled serving one another. We celebrated communion this morning. What did he do just before he went to the cross? What did he do having the supper with his friends? He got on his knees and he washed his friends' feet. Wow. If that was me, I'd be like, guys, please, I need your help. You know, you need to serve me because it's... no. Jesus demonstrated for us what it means to serve and what it means to love one another. And that's why we thought it would be just so wonderful to pause on this Sunday before we start a series next week and just celebrate all that we do and think about the, the place of serving in each one of our lives. And so as I said, I thought it'd be rather fun to um, get some people up here and talk about serving. So I know they're dotted around the room. So as they come up, why don't you give them a hand? Uh, let's invite up Omos. 
Um, and Tim, Sally, and Shagan. Why don't you give these guys a hand? Come on, team. Come up these steps here. Any over this side, come up over here. Um, so good to have you guys. Come and grab a stool. These rather fetching stools. Please grab a seat. Sorry they're not cushioned, but I promise I won't keep you up here for too long. There we go. Grab a stool. I'll grab this one. Wonderful. Hey, Sally. Wonderful. Good. Well, thank you for agreeing to all be up here. It's just so wonderful having you here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pass the mic along. And let me ask you the first question, because not everyone's going to know who you are. Tell us who you are, what area that you serve. Um, there we go. Why don't we start with you? I was almost to give your name away, Anne, but I just did. So <laughs> you tell them who you are, Anne, and what you serve. Excuse me if I use notes, but otherwise I shall waffle. <laughs> um, I serve at Feed in the care centre on a Monday morning. Uh, I basically greet the guests and chat to them. And then if they share any problems or issues with me, um, then I try to point them in the direction of one of our wonderful team who mm. might be able to help. Yeah. And just on that, let me keep the mic there for a moment. So why, why did you decide to serve in that capacity? Ah, right, okay. Um, well, I spent, I spent many years at the church um, just not being able to serve mm. practically yeah. because I was suffering from ME for mm. many years um, and that was really frustrating. Um, but then um, some years later, um, having been served myself so much, I just felt the Lord um, led me to begin a spiritual journey towards physical healing. Wow. Um, and part of that was taking that, that step mm. of uh, beginning to volunteer at Feed. Yeah, that's just so wonderful. And so you use the word, like, spiritual journey. Yes. So you saw serving very much as part of your walk with the Lord on that one. Absolutely. That's just so wonderful. Thank you, Anne. Let's pass the mic down. Thank you, yeah. Let's give Anne a hand. Share your name and what you serve. What Hi, you I'm Omos. Um, I serve in refreshments, so teas, coffees, yeah. at the free bar. We certainly um, love the refreshments team, don't we? <laughs> Free bar. Non-alcoholic, just to clarify. Except for Communion Sorry, Sunday, no of course. Uh, and why did, you, why did you choose to serve in that way, Amos? Um, I'm a naturally shy person. If I know you, I talk a lot. But if I don't know you, then... <laughs> and here you are on um, the stage. That's amazing. I know. I told Richard. But <laughs> I'm not sure why he's picked me. But anyways. Um, and I thought it would be a good way to connect with the church rather than just yeah. coming and warming up the seat. It's my way of giving back and yeah. being involved. And since doing it for about four or five years now, yeah. I've been blessed by it. Yeah, that's just so wonderful. Thank you for that. Let's part the mic, pass the mic down. Thank you very much. Hi, uh, I'm Tim. Um, I've been here with my family for eight years now. Mm. Um, and served in lots of different ways, yes, over that period, but mainly um, in the children's work. So um, my Two children are now in our youth age. They're becoming teenagers, which is quite mm. scary. Uh, so now I'm also serving in the youth. You're getting uh, old, that means, Tim, just to clarify. That means Sorry? you're getting old. It means you're getting old, yeah? <laughs> so I know all, Tim well enough to be honest. In the words of my daughter today, she said, that went down basically, Tim, you are a child. <laughs> but not, she didn't say dad. She said dad, not Tim. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so basically you are a child. So that, that kind of is one of the main reasons I serve in the children's work. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel very at home there. Um, I want to affirm you, brother. You're an amazing guy. Right. <laughs> Thank you're you. not. I would. There's nothing wrong with being a child either. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't just serve. That. I mean, you serve in many other areas as well, don't you? Um, yes. Yeah, so worship. worship as well. So um, 
just a bit about why, I guess, why yeah. and how. Um, so, yeah, we joined um, Vineyard having just left a church where we were, like, serving um, from the beginning of the church. We planted, helped plant that church. So we were very much serving in every yeah. area of the church. Um, now it's kind of like it was just life. Um, but I was uh, leading worship in that church, um, particularly family worship I really have a heart for. Mm. So that was kind of where I found my place. Yeah. Uh, but also drumming. A lot. I started drumming to become a drummer because we needed a drummer in the church. Really? So that That's became my passion um, wow. as well. But um, yeah, leaving that church was quite a hard process. But I got to the point where I was basically just turning up drumming yeah. and then leaving and not seeing anyone in the church right. because you just... You set up early, you finish, and you set down late, and then you just don't see people on yeah, a Sunday. Yeah. So coming here, we didn't start serving straight away. We're like, let's have a break from serving. But God had been saying, putting on my heart, serving children's work is where yeah. uh, I want you to work. And I was like, hmm. Uh, I like children. <laughs> I have children. But, you know, like one of the great things about Vineyard here and what probably attracted, one of the things that attracted is you palm your children off for the whole service, and they've gone, and you're, you enjoy worship, you enjoy your time at church without your children, and um, it's one of the great things of Vineyard. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I like but, um, this. You're really selling this well. I like yeah. it. Yeah. If you're at home and you've got kids screaming and running around, you should be it's here right now. It's the place of calm. But um, so I didn't think that was this. I thought, yeah, I'm serving, I'll be serving our obedience doing that, God, yeah, sure. But it turned out I've learned so much about yeah. myself. Um, yeah. And that being very, very um, comfortable with being a child and <laughs> embracing that. And, being, and yeah, I love being in the children's uh, work. The children are amazing here. Yeah. And they just fill you with energy and joy. And um, yeah, so I just love, I love being part of that. Oh, I love that, Tim. Thank you for that, Tim. Let's pass the mic down. Morning, church. So my name is Shogun. Uh, I serve with the youth team. And I've been there for quite a number of years with you. Three years now, three yeah, to four right. years. And uh, yes, so what else? So why did you make, like, what was it, the, what was the decision-making process for you to say, I think I want to be serving in youth? Uh, okay, so first of all, the decision to serve in. When I became a Christian, I was so pretty much excited about being a Christian. I really, really loved Loved it. I loved the experience. And I really wanted to give back. And mm. one of, and this was in secondary school, by the way, and the, one of the, uh, my classmates, who was a Christian before me, said, i like, what can I do? I'm so excited. I feel so good. What can I do to just show my gratitude? Yeah. And he said, you could serve. You could do evangelism. You could do stuff. And that's how it started. And over the years, it has tilted more and more towards younger people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I came in here... Was I was looking for young people, an opportunity to serve with young people, and I said, "Well, there is youth. Uh, they're much younger than the people I normally work with because I work with uni students." But right, yeah. it's been wonderful being there, and it's just the opportunity, like we say, to give young people the the spaces and the places to mm. connect with God, uh, and they all have different encounters, and we can be different things to them as youth leaders with them. Uh, sometimes we are like Ananias. Uh, some of them have extraordinary encounters like Paul, and you need an Ananias to still, you know, I don't know if you remember the story in, in, the, in the Acts of Apostles. So Paul had this strange encounter where he was trying to kill Christians and he met with Jesus, mm-hmm. and that was an extraordinary physical and spiritual encounter. 
but he still needed Ananias to guide him. Mm. And sometimes we are like that with them. Some of these young people have extraordinary encounters, but they need somebody to, to, to help them, to guide yeah. them. And, and sometimes we see that. And some other times we see young people who want to do things, but they're intimidated, they feel difficult. And at that time we become like Paul, mm. where we say, do not let anybody despise you because you can do this you can do that and then you see it happen you, you really see it happen in their lives yeah. and there's no more joy i mean there's no greater joy for you to sit down one day and a young man or a young girl walks up to you and it says do you remember me and this has yeah, happened wow. to me literally wow he said you spoke to me you did this that and that. i'm like really <laughs> yeah and she's like i'm all changed now i'm like wow, wow. That's just so, good. so really that's that's the i love that jagan Bless you for that. Thank you. Sally. Hi, I'm Sally. Um, I work in the newly named Treasure Chest. Yes. Explain to everybody what the Treasure Chest is. The Treasure Chest is the SEN area in the Ventureland. Yeah. So we work with the wonderful special needs students or children who come along to Treasure Chest. Yeah. Um, I've been volunteering with those guys the last year. Um, I've been doing children's work, crikey, since I've belonged began at church which is probably yeah. about 20 years ago now yeah, so right. it's been a long time <laughs> um i had a bit of a break in between when i had my own children yeah and the reason kind of why i've gone to special needs mm. is that um i was with my youngest in like the comfy seating area should we say yeah. of the vineyard village yeah. and i met this wonderful girl who was just running around having the time of her life really enjoying life in there and um I'm sure her parents don't mind to say she's been, her parents were there running around after her. Right. And I kind of spoke to Maria afterwards and I kind of said, that's the sort of person I want to work with. Wow. I said, she's got so much life and so much joy. And you can see it with the children week yeah. in, week out, that yeah. they have all this joy. Um, the problem is at the moment is there's not enough of us. I always mm. say this. As um, Tim says, it's really lovely that we get to come in here and have time away from our children. The children go yeah. over there. Unfortunately, at the moment, with Treasure Chest, there isn't enough people. Yeah. So the parents go with the children into the Treasure Chest and work with them. So they don't get that time in yeah. the service on their own without the children. So amazing. it's, I mean, they are just amazing. You just see these guys worship. Wow. Um, you know, we worship in here, but wow, do they worship in there. Amen. Yeah. And they have such love and such love and such joy that they're amazing people to work with. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely love that, Sally. And... Um... Thank you very much. Uh, what I love about this is that, you know, the reason we have got a treasure chest uh, is, is the fact that, you know, as part of our reach vision this year, we wanted to create spaces within the building that we could, that everybody could encounter Jesus. And we knew that one of those focus areas for us was that um, we have these special needs, beautiful children, and we just weren't able to effectively uh, serve them and minister to them. And so thank you to all of you who have given as part of the REACH vision that has made this possible. But as Sally said, I mean, the reality is we need more people. How many people do we need, Sally? Loads. Um, there are going to be a few plugs, unashamed plugs, as we go out. But, you know, maybe the Lord's stirring your heart, in all seriousness. And, and, you know, as Sally's been speaking about this, as we've launched this new ministry, you say, you know what, I can spare one Sunday a month. You know, can they grab you afterwards, Sally, and have a chat about that? 
That would be so wonderful. But just kind of moving on, you know, as we think about serving, I'd love to understand, I'm sure we would all love to understand, was it what you expected? You know, what are the highs, what are the lows, what are the surprises that have come with serving? Maybe just give us a flavour of that. Anne, let me hand the mic over to you. Okay, well, I didn't really have any expectations because I was just praying for strength to get through and trust, tr- trust, trusting the Lord because I was suffering from ME. Um, but then um, about five years later, no more than that, um, the Lord uh, really spoke to me about sort of setting out, stepping out in faith. And so I was just trusting him um, and trusting his leading um, and found that there was a lot of joy in um, getting to know people, serving people. Um, but it was challenging, challenging at times as well. Um, so, yes, and it was very much a part of a, a spiritual journey. Yeah. Um, it was a way in which I could step out in faith and walk along this journey in, through challenging times, mm. um, trusting God and trusting his leading. And it also meant that I had to make sure that my heart was right before the Lord. Interesting. And yeah. that was, that's really important. Um, so, you know, if things go wrong, as sometimes they do, uh, because we're only human, um, then um, I need to be quick to forgive. Mm. If I get things wrong, I need to try to be quick to say sorry. If we're busy and we're rushing, I need to take time to listen to people, to try to come alongside people, to understand their situation, um, and really to encourage them and that sort of thing. Um, so it's, it's challenging, and it's, you know, it's whether it's, uh, it's guests, the guests or the team members as well. It may be a question of listening to a team member or supporting a team member. Um, but there's a joy in that. It's, it's challenging working with people, but there's a joy in that. And the joy is that we don't have to be perfect. Oh, I like that. Um, That's good. You know, that God takes us and he, and he uses us with all, with all our weaknesses. Mm. And as we step out, he's constantly drawing us to him. Mm. And that I believe that in our, all our weaknesses and our inadequacies, the amazing thing is that he can bless other people around us. Yeah. I just find that absolutely amazing. Um, and that's where the joy is. I absolutely love that, Anne. Yeah, let's give Anne a hand there. I mean, what you touched on, Anne, which I think is really interesting, oftentimes, don't we, you know, you, we pray, Lord, I want to have more of the fruit of the Spirit. You know, I want to be more patient. I want to be more kind. And then I know in my journey, I've often just woken up and said, right, has it happened? You know, waiting for some miraculous touch of the Lord so that I'm the world's most patient man. But it doesn't work like that, does it? I mean, God puts us in a garden for us to bear that fruit. And, and what you've explained that, and it's just so beautiful because in so many ways, serving is that garden, isn't it? It's the place where your insecurities bubble up. It's the place where your trigger points are triggered. It's the place that you have to deal with other people and, and actually demonstrate that love. So thank you for that, Anne. I really love that. What about yourself? Any, how was it for you? Um... A bit like Anne, I didn't really have any expectations. And listening to everyone on the stage... Just put your mic sorry. A bit more, <laughs> listening to everyone on the stage, and I feel like I have the easiest job. <laughs> we literally come, set up teas and coffees, and just lit- chat to people. When I first started, I don't think I really spoke much. Right. I just literally just set up the teas and coffees and stood back and watched people do what they do. Um, 
get their drinks and go. But as time has gone on, I've come out of my shell a bit more. I have conversations with people. Um, I find it to be like my own form of worship mm. before I come into the service. Sometimes we don't come in or I don't come in till about five or ten minutes before the worship finishes. So right, okay. it's almost as though it's like my own form of Amazing. worship towards the people of God and towards God in serving other people. Um, I wouldn't say it was challenging. It's just because of my personality. I'd rather just watch. I'm a natural feeder, so I love to watch people eat. <laughs> so, so, I, I love it. It's a weird thing. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't what I expected. Yeah. Um, I didn't have much of an expectation, yeah. but having been there, it's been one of the best decisions I've made, wow. apart from joining Vineyard, of course. And <laughs> what Tim says about leaving the kids, like pumming them off, <laughs> is definitely, it was a... <laughs> It was, it was one Another of the draws. A good for Village in Adventureland. I love loving this. Yes. It was one of the draws. I, I like kids, but <laughs> it was just like, if I can do without mine for a couple of hours, then yeah. that would be amazing. But yeah, come and join Refreshments team. It's really chilled, really easygoing. Um, and then you can move on to the other more challenging teams, well, maybe. I want to just stop you there because... I actually think, you know, the refreshments team are quite an amazing team. And, and you know, I think you're minimising the impact that you think you have because the reality is, is most of the time you are the first people that are greeted and you get the people's, true. this is how I'm feeling today. And, you know, I've heard testimonies of, of people saying, I went up to get a coffee and I ended up getting prayed for. That, is, that has happened on occasion. Um, and... Um, What's going to say customers? <laughs> the, That's in the blend bar the, where they the, No, sorry. Um, Not in the refreshments. The, the other <laughs> people that come either pray for us or we pray yeah. for them or we have a conversation. Uh, sort of the first question is always, how are you? How was your week? That's yeah. how I tend to start the conversation yeah. with people. And it's amazing the different things it brings up. Um, yeah. And... I've been prayed for myself because not every day I come, I feel joyful. (laughs) And I've prayed for people as well. Exactly. Um, And I've prayed for people as well because they've mentioned things that I feel like God is leading me to pray for them before they come into the service. And as you say, it's a smiley face. Um, People may have come or drag themselves to church and they just want to get a coffee before they sit down and literally not talk to anyone. But then there's somebody on refreshments going, hi, how was your day? How was your week? I just need the Um, caffeine. Just pour the coffee. Yeah. Sorry, that's me in the morning. So yes, when I say not challenging, I mean like it's it's quite easy and you almost not trick people into opening up to you, Mm. but because it's such a chilled and relaxing welcome, um, it's like a subtle way of... I love the way you can demonstrate Jesus' love in that way. Something else you said as well, which I think is really interesting and fascinating, you said it it helped me come out of my shell. Because I think a lot of people, when they think about serving in whatever capacity, it's like, well, I'm not brave enough, I'm not courageous enough. You know, it's a bit like the Moses syndrome. You know, don't tell me to say something to Pharaoh because I mess it up. And God's going, no, I'm going to be with you. And so for you, I guess serving was a really great way to just develop some of those areas that you kind of for growth opportunity, I guess. Yeah, definitely. If I wasn't serving, I'd literally be the one of the people that just comes in. You might see me and not know who I yeah. I would have come warm the seat, yeah. finish, and I'll be in my car before the <laughs> blessing is over. I love it. And now so, you are on the stage. I know. You see? I know. That's just so cool. Yeah. Absolutely love that. Thank you for that. Um, let's, let's pass it over to Tim. What about you, buddy? How's it been um, for you? Yeah, so in terms of expectations, I kind of said about... Yeah, my apprehension of working all that time with children. Um, but actually, 
when you serve in Ventureland, like I was doing, and I do, and it's just once a month, as you say, and um, that is, yeah, that is such this such a manageable amount in, in a way. So I was, I was kind of like, oh, it's actually not that much of a hardship in terms of just once a month. Um, uh, but the downside with that was my my big failing in my character. My one of my uh, weaknesses is names and not being able to retain anybody's names. It's one of my big things in my my life I struggle with. And so, uh, yeah, once a month you see these kids and you just have a great time and you meet all these children and you get all their names. And then a month later, you see these same kids and they're like, hi, Tim, hi, Tim. They're like, hi, hi. And I'm like, oh, I don't know any of their names still. And it's been like, so that's the thing I really struggle with, um, particularly is remembering all their names. Um, I've got about, I think we had 105 kids in Ventureland. Uh, that's a big number. A couple of weeks ago. Um, there's a lot of children. There's a massive need for people serving at the moment. Um, so, yeah, it's... it's um, it's really grown, and it's been it's been a real joy for me to be part yeah. of that to see how it's growing. And yeah. with the new area we've got, yeah. um, it's so exciting to be a part of that. What you know, what I love earlier, you said, Tim, which was you know, in your previous church, you saw a need for drums, and so you made the decision to learn to play drums to fill yeah. that need. I mean, that's just amazing. I was just thinking, imagine what this place would look like if everyone did a bit of a it's a bit of a business term, but order, <laughs> you know, said, Where are the gaps? said, I'm going to fill that gap, irrespective of whether I can do it right now. And I absolutely love that heart of that. I think for me, like, that is, well, for me, that was really easy because I always wanted to learn the drums. Right. So it's like, this is the excuse I've been looking for all this time. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think when it comes to serving, there's like, it's about, like you were saying, identity and like growing in yourself. And there's things that you, for me, I'll always serve in worship and I'll always serve in kids' work because that's who I am, mm. and I've always, I just, I'm growing in that journey, and that's my spiritual journey, and something I've always had worship at the beginning of my life, like throughout my life, my family, mm. and my church, but um, there's other things, like being a part of a, like a church plant, like mm. you just, you just have no choice, there's like, mm. we need this, we need that, and I think being part of a church, for me, like there's ownership of mm. the church being your church. And it took a while for me to kind of get to that point in Vineyard where it's such a big church, it's quite hard maybe to feel that ownership of saying, yeah, this is my church and I see needs because it's, you think, you just assume that everything's going to just happen. There's so many people. Yeah. There must be so many people serving. They're fine. They don't need me. Um, but actually you realise there's such a need for people to serve. Yeah. And... If, you, if this is your church and then you have an, feel like it's ownership for it being part of what you want to see grow and flourish and be, um, see God move through, then, yeah, like, you start seeing, once you have that attitude, you see the gaps and you, you just realise, oh, I could put the chairs away yeah. or I could do this and there's the simple things that just fill those gaps yeah. as well, like you say. I absolutely love that, Tim, that sense of ownership. I think that's right. You can walk into this church and think, my word, either A, it's so slick, you know, they don't need me, or B, it's so large, where do I start? And I think it just gets stuck in. Yeah. And I absolutely love that. Thank you for that, Tim. Shagan, what about you? How's it been? Has it meet your expectations? Where are some highs? Where are some lows? Give us a flavour of what it's been like for you. Um, so I get to see young people in different stages in life, different places, spiritually, mm. academically, and even relationship with their families. And it has helped me bringing up my own kids, by the way. Um, So sometimes you see people who are all excited, who want to grow. Sometimes you see people 
who are reserved. You find people who are, find difficulty connecting. Uh, but through the support that we're able to offer, uh, you see people literally change and transform mm. uh, in front of you. And I remember one story when I was talking to one of them and he said, and I said, what is it like for you in school? Are you, you were talking about dangerous faith. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So I was like, what is dangerous faith like for you in school? And he, he and then this kid taught, said about, you know, people laughing at him because he was a Christian and all of that. I'm like, so what was your response? And he said, Oh, you're a Christian? He says, yes. I said, oh, you're going to miss a lot. You can't be with the girls. You can't. And he said, so what? <laughs> wow. wow. And, and then, you know, everybody Orange. just chilled. I said, yes, so what? I'm a Christian. I'm proud of it. I have values I live up to. And what you think about it doesn't change me. And wow. he just sent that message back. And I, even I was shocked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Even I was shocked listening to you. I'm like, wow, and that has come from here. And yeah. I'm like, that's beautiful. And sometimes you find people who are not like that. You can help them, yeah. you know, by, you know, sharing your story and just listening to them. And it's just great and wonderful to, to hear their stories. And truly, we're not the ones. We just make ourselves available. And what God wants to do in that moment, God does. Yeah. So it's, that's been my experience. Wow. And like I said, the, the biggest um, reward for me is to see people changed, yeah. like that young person who after a number of years was so bold, he could share his faith and he didn't, he, he didn't allow anyone to intimidate him and he didn't wow. care what they think about him. I'm like, that's it. That's what we wow. want to hear. Amen, brother. I absolutely love that, Shagan. Thank you for that. You know, we've got a few minutes. We're going to bring this plane into land, of course, in a moment. But what I love about your comment, I think, is it's a, it's a recognition that for many of us, we're not going to have those conversations to the other side of glory. And someone is going to come up to us and say, thank you. I'm here because of you. And, and for me, you know, I think that's just an amazing thought. You know, you might feel like in many ways, servants, like, well, what thanks do I get for that? But actually, we don't recognise or realise the seeds that oftentimes we're sowing that might not be watered and, and come to fruition many years later in a diff completely different context. And so I love the way you've kind of talked about your own personal experience with meeting people that have said thank you. That's just so wonderful. Thank you for that, Shagan. Sally? Um, well, I'm, I'm a special needs teacher. Yeah. So when yeah. there was a talk of this treasure chest and when I saw the need for children with special needs, I kind of went, yep, that's wow. for me. Um, and it's, um, yeah, it's been a real move from, they had that, oh, we were in sort of a very small room yeah. downstairs in the, venture, in the village area, the, yeah. the children's work in the village. And it was such a small space yeah. and there wasn't space to move. And it, I, I loved the sessions I had with the children in there, but it was just so small. Mm. There was just nothing we could really do in there. So yeah. to be able to move up now into the big venture village... Uh, Ventureland, sorry, is amazing. There is so much space and it's such a good time because we're just starting. We really haven't done much yeah. anything anyway. So, you know, if you come and join the team, we're only just beginning. Um, so we're always welcome to new ideas and to new things. So anyone who's got any ideas about working with special needs, or even if you haven't, you know, these children are just such a blessing and they just want to play yeah. generally. And if we show them that the play and the love that we have... And they just delight in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I absolutely love Sorry. that. 
I just no. can't stop saying that. No, not They're at such all. a delight. It is, and bless you, sir. You can see the joy welling up in you, and that's just so contagious. I absolutely love that. And, you know, it's worth saying on the, on the sense base that, you know, all of the fit-out has been ordered, and that should all be in, like, purpose-built uh, for this ministry that should be ready by the end of the year. It really is exciting. Um, I noticed there's a team up there who are playing around with the screen. And, and did you have a list of... That wasn't planned, but I quite like it. Well done, team. Put that up on the screen for us, if you may. Um, so we can see the spaces available. Look at this. Parking, 14. Welcome, refreshment. Oh, hello. We've got, we got, whoa, look at that. <laughs> I've had too much caffeine. Uh, kids, 19. Youth, treasure chest, 17. Tech, visuals, prayer. I mean, there are so many opportunities to get involved to be able to grow your faith, because it is, isn't it, Ally? As you said, it's part of your journey, your walk with the Lord. But as these guys have reflected, it's, it's, it's about how we can give out to others and, and extend God's kingdom here in this place. Really is exciting. What I'd like us to do now is, um, given the time, I'd like to uh, pray. In fact, I'd like you guys to join me in praying for all the amazing teams that serve here. So if you are part of a team here in one of these teams or elsewhere, why don't you just stand now? And why don't we all stand as well, guys, on the stage? Um, why don't you just stand? And if you're at home, I know uh, many of you uh, watch online or you are watching Catch Up and you haven't been able to make it in today. Why don't you stand if you serve, if you're one of the teams? Thank you. And of course, we've got a lot of teams serving at the moment in all these different places. I'd like us uh, to pray a blessing on you. And, and I want to pray that as you have poured out, that the Lord would pour into you, that as you continue to serve, that the Lord would open your eyes to the more that he has for you. Um, so let's do that. And I'm, you've got the mic there, guys. So why don't you, any of you feel prompted to pray as well, feel free to dive in and pray. Let me start. Thank you, Lord.